For the majority of my life, I have been passionate and dedicated about changing lives and growing businesses through synthesizing from the very best their strategies, their tactics, their mindset techniques to help you and your business grow. Join me as we take it to the next level. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Hey, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Today, we got this guy handling the four biggest objections you're getting during the holiday season. So first of all, Tommy, welcome to the show. For the people that don't know you, who is Tom Tool? So uh, I run the Tom Tool Sales Group. We're a real estate team in the greater Philadelphia area. We're gonna sell just around 300 homes this year. Congrats. Lifetime real estate agent, literally since I was 19, and we go hard on scripting, dialogues, and conversion. Yes, yes. Legendary real estate professional. We've had him on stage. As a matter of fact, during the Success Summit this year, you won the title during that objection role play battle yes. amongst all those people. What was that like for you, by the way, doing that in front of all those people? So I was definitely nervous. Anyone that tells you they're not, it's, yes. it's, it's a big deal. I'm more nervous when I'm actually on the phone because there's money at stake there versus just getting some WWF belt from the 1990s. Sure. It was great to win. I like to win when I'm on the phone with my clients, more importantly. Absolutely. So we want to go through the four primary objections that people are getting during the holidays. Just, you know, we're going to role play. You're going to want to watch this over and over again. Get ready to take your thumb and like slide back and forth. So, uh, so Tom, we're just, we're over the phone. So, you know, Tom, you know, I understand what you're saying. It sounds great. Yes, we definitely want to list our home with you, but look, we don't want to put our home on the, on the market during the holidays because no one's shopping for homes during the holidays. So I can tell you've been talking to other agents, Tom, because a lot of them are going to tell you that same thing. And what I know is that the people that are looking at the holidays, they're serious. They're buying a home and while less volume of homes sell, inventory is also lower. So there's less competition for you. And when you're the only option in town and people are losing out on houses and you've got serious buyers looking to do something, that's the kind of situation you want to be in, right? So it's kind of a supply and demand thing? Supply and demand, better results, more money. Who doesn't want more money for their home? I mean, do homes really sell for more during the holidays when there's less inventory? Well, when there's more competition and you've got buyers going at it, they're going to drive up the price and get you better terms. And what I know is that when you're the only option out there, that's the best time for a seller to be on the market. Not when you're competing with hundreds of homes in the spring. Okay. I mean, that, that makes sense. You actually bring up the, the second objection, which is, you know, I'm just, Tom, I'm just, I just know that my home shows better during the, you know, during the spring market. So, I mean, isn't that going to make a difference in terms of the final sales price? So the home is going to show well, no matter what, if you prep it properly, and we've got a service available to do that. It's about buyers having the right emotional reaction when they walk through the door. And what's more emotional than the holiday season? being there with your family, envisioning your memories happening when you see the tree up, when you see the decorations there. So that sounds a lot more emotional to me than just having some flowers in the flower bed, right? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But that also brings up the next objection, which is, you know, I just, I don't know if I want to move during the holidays. Well, the great news is you won't move. If you sell your home in December, you're probably not closing until January or February anyway. So you can have your holidays there, do your family thing, which really important, way more important than real estate and still not have to disrupt yourself. You're just getting the home sold and not dealing with it in January and February. Okay, so, so it brings up the next one, which is, but I don't know if I'm, I'm really comfortable having like people walking through my house you know, when I'm kind of set and ready for the holidays. Sure, well, no one's gonna go look at your home on Christmas Day or on Christmas Eve. There's a couple days that are gonna be a little slower. That's normal, but they also have more time off then too. So they got that whole week off between Christmas and New Year's. People have more time to look at properties. They can see it during the day, it gets darker out, earlier during December and, and in the holiday season. So you're really setting yourself up to have an easier time showing the home and who doesn't want easier showings, right? So Tom, it sounds like you've handled these and we have, we have 
you know, one more to go here. It sounds like you've handled these objections a few times. A couple times, yeah. I mean, practice is an important thing, but also you have to know that there's only a couple objections out there. And once you master them and internalize them and make them your own, it is a lot easier than trying to figure it out on the fly. So practice on your friends, practice on your coworkers. Don't practice on your clients. You yeah. told me that one. Yeah, when, when there's actually, you know, clients' lives at stake and dollars for you and your family. I actually want to go right to the top again. I want to hear it again. But I'm going to ask you this time to look directly at the camera. And I want you to go a little bit slower, which I know is hard for you coming from Philly. So, Tom, I'm just concerned that, you know, no one's shopping for homes during the holidays. So, you're right. There are less homes that sell during the holidays. Last December, we sold 35 properties. So that's evidence that what you're saying probably isn't the case. More importantly, the buyers that are out looking are really serious. No one's getting their winter coat on. No one's going out during the holidays unless they're out there looking to buy a property. And you want serious buyers for your home, right? Yeah. And there's also going to be less inventory, so you're not competing with the other 20, 30 properties. You could be the only option for someone that's a motivated, at-need buyer, and maybe you get some people competing, which gets you a better result. And that's what you want, right? Love it. All right, let's go to the second one. But, but Tom, uh, you know, the, I'm, just, I'm just concerned that the home is just going to show better during the spring market. Direct so, camera. You're right. The home, it can show a little better. you got some flowers in the flower bed. What's, what's a better emotional reaction? seeing the home decorated for the holidays, some of people's best memories happen at that time of year. And one of the reasons people buy, one of the reasons a great home sells is because buyers get the right emotional reaction when they walk through the door. And more emotional means more money, better terms, better result. Wouldn't that be great? Love it, love it. Nice little tie down, by the way, at the end. And then let's go through it one more time. So direct to camera, you know, I just don't, I don't want to move during the holidays. Well, the great news is you're not going to have to move. If you sell your home in December, you're not moving until January or February anyway. So you can get that out of your way, focus on enjoying the holidays with your family, and then pack and move after that's all over when you're already taking down the decorations anyway. So it's going to be a little easier for you. And you want it to be an easier process, right? I love it. I love it. All right, so let's do the last one. But Tom, there's just no buyers during the holidays. Direct to camera. So you're right, there are less buyers that look during the holidays. But again, when inventory's low, the best time for a seller to be on the market is when there's no other options out there. And anyone that's looking during that time is really serious. And buyers are losing out on properties all the time right now. Inventory's at low levels, and buyer affordability's at an all-time high because of mortgage rates. So those same people that were saying, maybe I'll look in the spring, they're moving up their time frame to save more money on their payment because that's really how they're buying their house. And that's going to allow them to spend more for your home. And you want more for your home, right? Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. First of all, thank you. I, I hope all of you that are watching, you know, like it up. Follow him on Instagram. <laughs> he actually has a couple um, YouTube shows that he's doing as well. So you can Google Tom Tool T-O-O-L-E, on YouTube and see what he's doing there. Why do you think the vast majority of agents don't practice? They don't practice because they're scared. And fear is a big thing right now for a lot of people. They're afraid yeah. of, hey, if I have to practice, maybe I'm admitting I'm not great at it. Maybe I'm, I'm admitting that I have a weakness. And yeah. I'm all about getting better in the areas that I'm not good at. Like that, that's where the growth happens. And on yes. top of that, they're maybe scared that they're not gonna be able to come through and deliver on what they're saying on the phone because mm -hmm. saying, hey, there's motivated out there, buyers out there in December, 
that's the pressure on me to produce them, yeah. get the job done, convert and execute. And a lot of times people are scared that they don't believe what they're saying. Sure. I try to come from a place of help. We've yes. talked about this before. One of the reasons Always. I got into real estate is because I fundamentally believe I'm helping people by giving them the right information, not the, hey, this has been told to people this way for their entire lives. It yeah. springs the best time to sell. Yeah. And it's not always the case. Yes. Yes. So what do you do in the situation where um, you know, we talk about objections and then there's conditions, mm -hmm. right? And there's a difference between, for maybe if you're watching this right now, you don't get the difference. Condition could be like, I want to sell, but I have a condition that says my kids aren't out of school until X. So we want to move, but we have a condition on time. How do you see the holiday season? Like, do you see it purely as an objection or do you see it as a condition? And how do you manage both? You have to ask the right questions. That's the way to really get to the bottom line of if they're motivated and what the situation is. Yeah. Kids being in school and having to change schools in the middle of the year, I'm a parent, I wouldn't want to do that to my kids. Of course. That's a condition. Yes. Someone has a sickness in the family yeah. or maybe they're waiting on a new job to come through. Mm -hmm. Those are things you can't control. So. That's where you have to use the basic follow-up of, they told me to call them in three months, I'm calling in a month and a half, I'm sending them a video to follow up, I'm putting a face behind the person on the phone, yes. and then they're getting my weekly video show that you talked about once a week forever mm -hmm. until they unsubscribe. So, and all that is is value-driven. It has yes. nothing to do with, there's, there's no call to action in there. It's, hey, here's what happens if your home doesn't appraise or mm -hmm. something that's going to help them. It's about asking the right questions and really following the script. Yes. So, so, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about this, that, you know, nobody likes to be closed and yet everybody likes to buy, mm -hmm. right? Every, like everyone loves to buy, but nobody wants to feel like they're being sold. In, in your experience, especially during the holiday months, because you, you know, you've been doing this forever and you have, I mean, you had 35 transactions last December. Yeah, that was a big that was a, That's a big month. Um, when you, when you think about that, I guess the question is, how far do you go? How far do you, how far do you push or handle the objection or ask for the appointment? At, at what point do you finally say, Okay, great, I'll see you in January. So this is an interesting question because we were just talking about this, mm -hmm. data versus gut feel, yes. right? And yes. all the data says once you get past six or seven attempts, that's mm -hmm. when you convert, or yeah. six or seven times you ask for the appointment. Yeah. When you hear yourself ticking someone off on the phone and they've already told you they're going to move and it's a seller, for example, you don't want to take that person off. You want to be there in three, four, exactly. five months. So yeah. there has to be a little bit of emotional intelligence in there mm -hmm. and that's where tonality is important. That's where you need to come through the right way and also listen for the right cues. And most salespeople talk too much anyway. So you need to listen more and hear what they're saying rather than just treat them like another number in the system. 1,000%. Every relationship, every call matters. A yes or a no. Um, so kind of just closing thoughts as we wrap up this show. Thank you very much for doing it. By the way, he and his mastermind group are here in Orange County, spending the day doing some masterminding, idea sharing, planning, learning from each other, right? All some extraordinary agents in this group. What advice do you have for people as if they want to just, they want to finish the year strong and they want to crush going into 2020? What are, what are two or three things that maybe you're sharing with your sales team or your coach is sharing with you that you share with the people watching? So we are in business planning mode right now, our retreats next week. We got all these things happening that Tom has taught us, but we, we've actually incorporated a couple different things. Tell One, us. what is your sphere or COI holiday connection plan? How are you going to connect with people Love that it. time? Because it's an easy time to make phone calls to your database. Yes. Hey, I just want to tell you how grateful I am that I had the chance to help you a couple years ago, or you sent me a great referral, or hey, how are your kids doing? These are easy phone calls. Yep. And then, take it from the business side, hey, I know you're going to be seeing a lot of people that you don't normally run into this time of year. If anyone has any thoughts of selling, I'd love to help them the same way I was able to help you if you could put me in touch. That's a beautiful script.
That's so, a beautiful strategy. And, and, but like, how are you going to reach out to these people? Yeah. What's your holiday What's COI plan? plan? What's yeah. the plan? That's something we're doing with our team, not only for 2020 business planning, but finishing the year strong. Good. Um, second, getting really clear on your daily number. Tom talks about this all the time. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so mine is 12, 13 people to, to one, one, so 13 conversations to one appointment. I know what that is. Everyone else has got to get clear on it because most people don't know. And then when you know that, those no's turn into, hey, I'm a lot closer to a yes. Yep. So just to be clear, that means every 13 people he speaks to, you book a listing appointment. Yes, correct. Okay. And, right. and the third thing I would say is, what's one behavior that you know you need to implement and you haven't been doing it? Because we all know what we need to do. Yeah. For me, the behavior is making phone calls two hours a day, no matter what. That's something I have religiously committed to. If you want to find me in the mornings, You'll see me standing in the same spot in the office at my stand-up desk prospecting if that's your behavior or you need to do something else. So I recently I've had to pivot because I need to work my sphere better. So now I'm calling five people from my sphere a day and that's the new behavior I'm implementing and that becomes part of that call session. So what's that one behavior? It doesn't have to be 10 things. You know there's one thing you should have been doing yeah. and you haven't been doing, just yeah. do that. Yeah, we call it the domino effect, right? As a kid, remember you line up all the dominoes, you set them all up like this. What's that one domino that when you hit it, everything else drops. Well, Tommy, thank you so much for sharing. And for everybody watching, make sure you follow him on Instagram. Check out his stuff on YouTube. He's doing a phenomenal job. What's the goal for next year, by the way? 500 sales. All right, 500 transactions. Good for you, man. So thank you so much for watching. Hey, let's book more appointments. Let's serve more clients. Let's finish the year strong. And let's have 2020 be our best year ever. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.